first episode uh so this podcast i want to do one-on-one conversations with just random people uh talk about random things usually i make them pick a topic we're gonna test that out tonight uh so further ado kyle hello steven uh this is kyle tell us what you do kyle um i take glasses off of tables and i put them into a receptacle where they can be washed and how long have you been a bus boy about seven years seven years every goddamn day of my life <laughs> seven years what do you actually do i manage and bartend at the vague ale house in the heights so you've been a bartender for roughly seven years okay yeah how long have we known each other longer than that now yeah i know it's been at actually least. quite a long time thinking about it i'm gonna call it a a friendship decade i thought you were gonna say something completely different oh nope just a friendship decade okay. that's fine uh friendship decade uh I think, I think it's close to that it's at least nine years i know well i mean like what we met each other when we were both worked at target right? target electronics that's correct and uh i mean i was in electronics you just waltz right in and got the electronics yeah. job immediately didn't like the look of me <laughs> It wasn't so much I didn't like the look of you. I didn't like your demeanor when I met you. I was very shy. Yeah, but he came across like... Smug. Hey, I'm Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I'm like, this hot shot just came from the other Target in town? It probably didn't help that I was skateboarding up to you in Target. <laughs> you were wearing Heelys. Yep. And all the girls were looking at you. I had... And I was in... Well, I was out of high school. I had a jumbo pack of Twizzlers, and I was listening to my Walkman. Were they the jelly-filled Twizzlers? I do not recall. Okay. But, um... Were you drinking a Surge? Yes, I was drinking a... Well, I had a Surge t-shirt on, um, when I rolled up. Scott will never die, Kyle. I know. He, if he, he didn't... He, if you, he didn't, you saw that tweet, because I tweeted yes, it to yes, you. Yes, and you will never let it die, so I'm not worried. <laughs> uh, I'm never gonna let Scott die. For but, your man. Yeah, so we know each other for a while. Yeah, quite some time. Uh, easily the first best choice for the podcast i'm i'm piloting some would say the only choice i mean so far the only episode yeah so we're gonna see how it goes well i think audio wise it's going fine um you're you're, i should turn the screen away from you now i all i can see is the screen i it's also curved at me i mean i i live a lavish life with curved screens here we'll just that's better can you see it well, not as much. Well, it's curved, so you can see part. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's exactly. It's perfect from every <laughs> angle. <laughs> I can see it from everywhere. Yeah, and nowhere at once. I suddenly get all the benefits to a curved screen. It's curved screen. Um, but yes. So friends for a while. Um, you 
you'd been to my house without me knowing. Yeah, that's actually kind of a funny story. We probably made out at some point. (laughs) I was wondering who that (laughs) was that night. It was either me or Jordan. And Uh, uh, did Jordan have the mustache back then? He did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We probably met before we actually met, and probably neither experience was fun for the either of us. Yeah. But your brother was throwing a a house party. A rager. It was kind of a rager. But it was like a house party for people who just finished a production. Right. What was yeah. it? Do you remember what the production was called? That one, I don't. Um, gosh. I think. Oh, you know what? It might have been The Importance of Being Earnest. That might have uh-huh. been it. Yeah. Actually, I'm I really love, like I, that. It's a great play. I have. So I, I was in that play. Who were you? Do you, remember, um, do you remember that? I don't remember the character's name. I was like the, uh, wasn't the butler because I wasn't good enough. Lane. Is it Lane the butler or is it? Well, I. Is it Dane? I have the book. We can look. But I, I, uh, no, it was, um, god damn. No, he had a friend. Yeah. Kind of a friend who was kind of a, like, I don't understand what you're doing type of friend, if I remember. But I was him. Oh, okay. That's Regardless, a- your brother's throwing a a like post party for the show when yeah. it closed, um, and he invited a bunch of people over, and I had a mutual friend. Algernon. That was that's Algernon. There's Algernon. People just called me John Algernon. Worthing. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the uh, of the butler, but um, my brother regaled me with a story that consistently to this day makes me laugh, which is. So he's playing the butler character, and the the our, our main guy, Algernon, I believe, comes out, and um, do you remember, what's his name from, he was everywhere, everywhere in Billings Theater. I I can name, I mean, I can't name anyone, but I can picture their all their faces. Right, okay, so it's that crowd. But anyway, so my brother is, just walked off stage. His part is done for now. This guy walks out on stage and unrehearsed, unplanned for, it's just his pants just fall down. <laughs> just like complete like comic ridiculousness. So he just gets out there and he's so shocked by what's happened that, you know, it takes you out of, it's like a beat of like just out of it. But this is the part that I love. It's that my brother is so fucking funny is he just, as the guy's Butler just walks out, just walks out, doesn't say a word, just grabs the guy's pants and pulls them up and goes, very good, sir. <laughs> and walks, and walks up. <laughs> no way. <coughs> Sorry. That, oh, my um, God. That sounds like your brother. Like, yeah. I was like, that's a great If you were to describe improv. him, that might be the story. Yeah. It's a perfect I mean, improv. you can't pick a story that describes Eric. Can I? I mean, you probably can. <laughs> he is your brother. Um, I would say... <laughs> Where's the story? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were talking about... That was that was the play that your brother was Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had a mutual friend that was associated with the play at some time. Trevor. Was it, tre- it was oh, Trevor? Oh, my God. 
Okay, so I know Trevor because I was in the yeah. theater scene. Uh, Trevor invited us, and there was another friend because I went with, uh, wow, well, well, Taylor. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. But Taylor, mm-hmm. um, she was associated or was friends yeah. with somebody. So she actually. It was John, actually, at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So John at the time. Mm-hmm. And so. He was in it. From the dorms, a buddy of mine, her and I took a minivan that my friend was borrowing from his mom Sweet. to the party, which is at the house. We, we walk in, get introduced to a couple people. I know nobody at this party. And all I kind of recognize is like, I'm like, that's a weird cupboard thing you guys had. Was it? And you know oh, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And and I was like, that's kind of weird. But that's cool. It had a, pa- I, it was a, was it the Paisley print? It's all kinds of print. Shelf. Yeah. It was like an art, like a Mesa desert was, art I believe exhibit. it was um, decoupage. <laughs> it was decoupage. Uh, yeah. Stephanie. Um, decoupaged it was a a group effort she didn't all the work but i was unique enough for me to just kind of recognize it yeah and then i think i drank a lot and then i think i ended up in the basement just listening to the dubstep with i'm pretty sure it was jordan and just like he would be strobe lights he'd be super and then at one point your i remember your brother coming down and just like like, full-on like raving in the basement with us yep Anyways, right. and then I just remember everyone upstairs was playing on the connect. They're playing. I remember this party. Steve. <laughs> oh, I know the fact you that do. Nailed I, it I'm down to this. Very. It's uh, It's certain. Yeah, we met each other before we. I was met playing. each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, funny. so we've met twice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're friends. I don't know. I mean, people, you know, <laughs> and conjugate in weird ways, yeah. right? Yeah. But anyways, parties rad. Get back. Whatever. Don't think about it. Fast forward in life. Kyle's working at Target, transfers over to the Target I was working at. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to skip a lot of it because we already said the story about how we didn't get along at first. I thought you were a smug butthole. Uh, Well, you were the dick that came from the West End. I know, a lot of animosity there. Oh, we didn't like people from the West End. You guys ran a much less tight operation i was running a smear campaign against you <laughs> all the all the people there knew yeah I mean, we can't trust this i was Kyle just, guy. i was just very happy steve's been here for two years he knows yeah not being a flagship store which is funny because at that target there was no turnover so being there for two years and any other target would, would be have been like a big deal you're not a manager yet and my target if you weren't there for 14 years you weren't getting a management position yeah that reminds me of um having like an awful nightmare uh with um sales like you know customer service i guess yeah um, boats yeah but it's all the terminology yeah all that stuff everyone has a, a thing for it there was a brief period in my time though where i was unemployed and i i was basically just living off a few dollars i had from my car being sold and i didn't have a car <laughs> it was great but <laughs> i worked at toys r us for like three weeks <laughs> <laughs> You're living the dream, yeah, really. Was, well, yeah. here's the thing. In my head, I was like, I like Legos. I like, <laughs> I like. You get a sick discount. Yeah, on yeah. And I remember I was so shocked. And I guess it's kind of looking back, it's actually kind of special, like in a way. But everyone who worked there had literally been there for 25 years. So they were like, I mean, these people have grown up in this this store for so long, which is kind of sad now that it's closed, I guess. But 
I just remember having this look of terror on my face when I was like, oh no, these guys have been here for like, they've been at Toys R Us for 25 years, <laughs> which I'm also jealous of. Cause if I could go back in time and visit like one store in the early nineties would be Toys R Us or KB toys. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Cause or I would argue Sears at the time. Which sounds weird. Yeah, no, but I get remember it. back in the nineties, like Sears would have like their electronic section. They would always have an Xbox or a GameCube. I and I'm dating myself a little bit, but we'll even yeah. say like I remember the N64, N64 being on a yeah. counter with a TV behind it, sure. doing Super Mario 64, and that blowing my mind. If I recall correctly, I don't think Sears was as big of a deal where I grew up. However. For me and my family, it was more so about what treadmill should we buy from Sears? Because <laughs> that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. We'd go through, and every once in a while, my dad would get a wild hair, which is to this day something he does, because he has an exercise cycle that he wants to give me, which I'm going to take. Because it is nice. It's like one of those kinetic, <laughs> it's, it's cool It's your family ones. heirloom. But yeah, yeah, it's the only thing we hang on to. Is, like, uh, eventually, people will be fighting yeah, over that. This was my father's. This was my <laughs> grandfather's. Stair mastery. This is his row master. Yes. My Nordic track. We had a Nordic track as well. Fucking rich people. Um <laughs> yes. Living a lavish we, we life. We spent with a your... lot of excess cash on just life. on exercise equipment. Yes. Um we grew up with exercise balls all <laughs> over the house. So it was know. hard to get around. Privileged? Maybe. I don't know. But you can kind of just Lay down and glide over them. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I found that out before the internet. That was great. Um, you were born for fail army. Yes. My, well, my life is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, not like fail army. No, I don't get I haven't. I've never broken a bone, so I don't think I could oh, okay. full out, uh, do a full compilation of that. Anyway, though, but at Target, yes. we before long, I could tell that underneath all that cold, hard, Punk rock. <laughs> yeah. Underneath those gauged ears, yeah. I knew that there was a special boy in there. Um, but no, and then after, of course, like not very long afterwards, uh, you were the thing that made work entirely tolerable and uh, okay. Yeah. And that job, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So breakfast, little, or not breakfast, little lunch dates. <laughs> and then they were Choosing like, red you guys balls. can't take breaks together anymore. And I was like, Fuck this. <laughs> you were like, I'm not handling this. Yeah. And I changed my voice and I said, I fuck this. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> do your, do it. Andy Dufresne. So good. I'm not going to tell you that Andy got out every single time, but. No, you know how you say there's always like a phrase that gets you into Right. A... You got to say a phrase yeah. to get you into it. I do it for Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean. I mean, what's your phrase for that? Um, the thing I know him from, or the voice that I first recognized his voice as being like weird and cool was in, uh, March of the Penguins. So whenever I, <laughs> whenever I started his voice, I would always, I'm trying to remember what I said, but it was something to the effect of, well, it's probably something about these penguins. And that was it. Like, it, just like penguins, penguins, penguins. So penguin. <laughs> Well, hold on. So you're saying penguins <laughs> is the voice that gets you into? Yeah, yeah. I mean, now Morgan it's Morgan Freeman, really? Now it's Andy. Yeah, Andy, <laughs> Andy Dufresne, or I guess, and then Batman Begins. He has like pretty good lines and stuff in there, but I'm blanking on that. But yeah, no, mine was from March of the Penguins, though. Who was he in Batman Begins? Lucius Fox. Oh no, no that's right. 
He's the guy who makes all the gadgets. Yeah, the designer okay. of the Tumblr and I, all that. It's like I almost forgot that movie even existed. Yeah. Those three movies, the trilogy. Yeah. The great trilogy. Um, I mean, mm. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I At this yeah, point, I is. would say Lord of the Rings and the original Star Wars are... No, man. It's Generations, First Contact. Mm. Oh, I thought we knew. We both just agreed that that's the... That's we the ignore name. Insurrection. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and we go straight for Nemesis. Ugh, no, we don't. No, no, It's no, a no, young no, no, John no. Luke Picard. Yeah. Just it's Tom Hardy. Sweet, sexy ass, just being a weird mutant <laughs> child. <laughs> okay. That was a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible film. All right. We can get on the soapbox all we want. All right. Coming right back. Okay. So I asked you to think of a topic. Yeah. Okay. We're going to just sidetrack and go cold right into it. Childhood trauma. Is that really your topic? <laughs> I don't think no. I have a whole lot. No. No, I'm. I, I can kind of just nod yeah. and mm-hmm. smile mm-hmm. at you. Um, no, I was thinking of um, nostalgia as far as, for me personally, something that we had talked about. But um, if there's certain places that you could return to as a child, um, and for me, it's always been a used video game store. And there's two different ones. And I have these, like, dopamine dreams where I return to these places. And, like, I can't quite make out the um, <laughs> the names of the video games and the titles and stuff. But I go up to that glass case. And I think I was having, like, a... A happy panic attack when I was little because it's such a blur of me just like not being able to take in all the different games and stuff. But um, I do, I do think that um, I don't know. But for me, that's like my happy place. It's this weird thing mm-hmm. where I get like almost like get goosebumps just thinking about it right. as a child, looking at like a Neo Geo pocket. <laughs> Dude, I still get weirdly giddy about a Neo Geo. I don't know why, but it's like. For some reason, the, the idea of like Samurai Showdown and like Metal Slug or something on on, oh a, on a little portable just makes me freak out and geek out. In a, I in a own way. Metal Slug on anything you can hold Metal Slug on. Yeah, except for the shitty phone game. Yeah, I'm not playing. It's it. not meant for. Um, do you have like? Can you remember a specific place? Because I have a I have a couple examples where I could think of one, but the one that's most vivid in my memory, I cannot place i cannot even remember the ride there yeah i can kind of remember the parking lot but i just remember that being like the dopamine fix yeah. when i was a child but like it just was... going in there i was like shaking well so i was fairly young when pokemon got big yeah like almost in the perfect yeah we age. all were oh i mean you know, pokemon's <laughs> still hip no if you disagree with me then I don't know i am impressed over it. with the level that um, pokemon's been able to remain relevant i watched the new so when they did the trailer for the new pokemon game on switch oh so i'm hyped now it, it does look good. it's as a kid you'd always go to school and you'd always hear some stupid rumor they're like they're gonna make a 3d pokemon game and they ended up being stadium uh, which was still badass but it wasn't obviously the game wasn't everyone thought it was gonna be fledged, no and then they tried it later on the gamecube and it wasn't XD? quite the was same it, was yeah that it called x yeah it was like the black lugia just like yeah oh. yeah yeah over the cover but this is that thing for me when i was a kid where i went oh my god they made a 3d pokemon game kyle it's pokemon and po- <laughs> 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 for, 
First of all, <laughs> I just I want like a T-shirt that just says Kyle. It's Pokemon. <laughs> Kyle, it's Pokemon. <laughs> Listen, oh, you God. could any time in my life that you want to come into a room or open the door of my car, just go, Kyle. It's Pokemon. If if I'm making a soundboard for this, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be the first one. Yeah. Um. No. So, <laughs> it's it's the it's a traditional Pokemon game where it's it looks like all of them and yeah. honestly I've played like ones for the 3DS like the newer ones mm-hmm. and they're great because it's it's pretty much what I wanted a 3D Pokemon yeah. game to be. I move in any direction, it's all fully laid out. I can yeah. identify anything on the screen and the new, but new it's, ones and the, let you the, have your Pokemon like follow you and y- stuff. Yeah, but on top of that, yeah. in the announcement trailer that came out like yesterday, mm-hmm. they showed them running through fields and wild Pokemon are just wandering. Shut up. It's you're going to be able to literally see the game and like not just <laughs> there's a moment where it shows a lake and you see a gyarados no ride right on top kyle it's, it's funny the game for my childhood that, that is i always the dream for that is literally a dream i've never been so hyped for a pokemon but game. don't you feel like if you um if you took the, that game and your system right now and it took it back to say like 11 year old you i'd vomit i was gonna say wouldn't that be like giving a child like just like an unsafe amount of like drugs or something like they I re- just i remember just so right now, if I give you two choices, original Game Boy, or like the, the green screen, or Game Boy Pocket, which was the version after that, which was smaller, ran on double A's, yeah. two double A's. It didn't have the green screen, but it mm-hmm. had a white screen, but it had a contrast dial and a I, volume I, dial I, I remember. and a regular headphone jack, which I think they all did. But yeah, um, which one would you pick right now? Right now? So you get a pristine brand new version oh. of it. I think, well, here's the thing. If I actually intended to play with it, I would rather play with the pocket because I think it was nicer and slim. It felt better in your hands. Right. But it, for just collector-wise, boy, having a old school fucking. I remember riding the bus to school, and I remember having, like, I saved up allowance money to buy a Game Boy Pocket with red edition and i yeah i remember that was like maybe the first time where i understood the concept of money to the point where i was like i can save up money for the game boy but then i'll have nothing to play and i made a rational decision to save the money also for red edition awesome and my parents probably like forked money towards it at some point almost all of my friends in life have gotten the red edition and I was, I got. The I know. Blue. And actually, now as I'm as an adult, I would go for the blue edition. You're just wise beyond your years. No, I had no idea. In fact, I you bought, were also 15 at that time. I remember. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> oh no, it's true. You're just laying it out. There's no, and the, that's the best part is that none of this should be blurry for me, but I apparently I just don't remember very well. But um, I remember being in a store this strange i can't even place it i think we were like in appleton which is outside of green bay which we rarely would go but they have better shopping so we would go there we went to this like awesome games shop and i remember finding pokemon on the shelf and having to just wheel and deal with my mom to get it and i i think I probably, I don't know if I cried, <laughs> but I, it was close. You seem like a tantrum kid, really. You know what's sad is, um, yeah, that yeah. I was because, so listen, this is how I can still remember the feeling of throwing a tantrum in a store. And I will tell you this. I did learn my lesson very quickly, but there was a time where taking me to Toys R Us was a trigger and I would unleash. And you know what it was funny? 
the reason I got so angry was because I thought that this is when I was really little. I thought the toys would be sad if they didn't come home with me. Ah, uh, that's kind of sweet, though. Yeah, but I'd be like, if I don't get that Megazord, the world will end. You just keep dating yourself. Yeah. Well, it could be. There's still Power Rangers. I know. Power Rangers still around. I remember a time where I was into them, but I think I grew out of it, which may be weird for me. I did, and then I went back to it. I was introduced to Phantom Menace, so. <laughs> the best um, film. I feel like it. we're we're just talking about general nostalgia, right? Yeah. I was talking about that card shop or yeah. something that. Well, okay. I was talking about Pokemon in general, so I was into Pokemon. Yeah. And so I remember my parents doing this really smart thing. As an adult now, I think it's very smart. But they were like, you can have this much allowance a week if mm-hmm. you do all your chores or this pack of Pokemon cards. My parents would like wheel and deal Pokemon cards to me in replacement of allowance, which I can't even remember. Maybe like $5 a week. Yeah. If I was lucky and did all my chores, mm-hmm. which I almost never did. Thanks, mom, for dealing with me. But yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I just just remember immediately just being like Pokemon cards. Because that's why I'm, why would I spend money? You realize your Pokemon mom cards? was using loot boxes. Yeah, basically. To keep you in line. That's why I just do nothing but buy loot boxes. <laughs> Um, it's my Overwatch addiction. I actually Overwatch more than anything else I've ever played. Anyways. Yeah. But I remember going to the card shop, like if I did a bunch of stuff or my parents felt like treating me, I just remember kind of there was like a movie theater. Yep. I'm imagining it because it was Flagstaff. So it was trees. There's a road. Flag. And then it like turned up the road. And I remember there was a movie theater and the behind it, just generally behind it, there's like this like strip mall. And in that strip mall, much like here in town with like splash page, imagine that, but it was like a green awning. I remember it very vividly. Yeah. And I remember going in there and it was just, I don't remember anything else about the card shop. Only they had all their Pokemon stuff right in front of the door. So it was in the door, turn, see what the new set is. And I remember there was a time in my life where I was like, I was just buying standards set and then jungle set came out and I was jungle set hard. Jungle and then fossil? Jungle, fossil. And um, then it just started. And then thing like Team Rocket, I think, came after that. There was yeah, there was the thing. Rocket cards, which yeah. are probably the most valuable Pokemon cards I actually still own. Oh, you mean because I, I have okay, like yeah. I think between my brother and I, we got a bunch of the like Blaine's Charizards, which were like the most rare card of the pack. But we I had do like, remember three that. of them. Dark Charizard. Um, at one point, my brother and I were so into it. And this may be <laughs> easily the most Weibo thing ever about my childhood. Also, but... I think it's Weabo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Because I've looked it up to see if that's what I am. I'm just calling it Weebo. If that's what I am. But Weebo. I think it's because that's how it's pronounced in uh, Japanese. It's like Weebo. Well, which stands for neckbeard. Right. But I think Um, it's Weebo. Anyways, my brother and I start going like, normal Pokemon cards are cool, but we're going to buy the Japanese packs. Oh, you're hardcore, man. We bought, we were buying Japanese. <laughs> and then my dad at that time, like, um, this is after Flagstaff, we moved to Washington. I remember, like, the first year we were there, my dad got onto some committee or some part of the foreign exchange program at the college. Oh, cool. And with the Japan. And nice. then brought back Neo Pokemon from Japan, Whoa. which was out in Japan before it was out in the yeah. U.S. And I remember he bought like three booster box or not booster boxes, but like the the 
the deck collector sets, which are like, yeah, it was like basically like five packs in one box and it came with tokens. So you can, that's right. Play I the do game. Remember those. Yeah. Um, I remember my dad just being like, check this out. And I didn't understand what it was right away, but I recognized like the, the energy symbols. Oh yeah. I was like, Oh my God, this Pokemon. I opened it up so different. and I didn't recognize any of them. And it, I was like, are these fake? And then like at that time, silver and gold came out and all those Pokemon were in it. But yeah, I just, that card shop, and just the idea of it. I remember learning how to climb, move a chair, climb it, and figure out a way to get on top of the fridge because that's where they kept the Pokemon cards. Ooh, nice. And also, like, Easter candy that they're going to give us. Yeah. Christmas candy. There, there was a time in my life when I had a realization that uh, I, I basically figured out that I was like, if a Christmas present has been purchased, it has to be in this house somewhere. Right. Like, unless it's kept off-site somewhere else. But I would just, I would go systematically just go through every single room in my house. And I knew where everything was because I just went through everyone's stuff. And I don't know why I thought that was okay, but I just went through it and I would, I know what everyone's presents were. And uh, it was great. It's so weird that you make yourself sound like such a shit kid. No, but, but I was a the mild mannered person. I was the right baby, now. though. I think it, that just all that came with it. Maybe you were the youngest child, yeah. which is weird. I can't understand it because I'm the oldest. Yeah, it's like your brother and I have always had that like weird like the older we brother vibe. Yeah. yeah, we're like we know what's up. You like, have this like weird hidden thing. I think both of us. I think we actually have more in common than you and I do oh, in terms a of thousand personality. Percent. A and thousand percent. I think I don't even know why we hang out. <laughs> I know there's like probably something about older siblings and the way that they react to things. And I think Eric and I growing up in like kind of a similar vibe. Well, you were the one uh, like blazing the trail for your family, at least (laughs) as far as like a kid's. No, I I know it sounds silly, but like why I got away with everything. (laughs) That's good. Um, My brother probably had it like the most strict out of all of us because that's when my parents were like, this is new. We're going to try really hard. Then the second one comes and you're like, we kind of have this on, you know, we get it. And then the third one comes around, and they're just like, he'll probably just be, you know, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I only had one sibling, so it was like, I'm the older brother, he's the younger brother. Yeah. The three dynamics about is, it. is a little weird. Taking it back, I do remember the name of the my favorite place. Was, oh, what was it? It was just called, it looked like, um, it almost looked like in like Clerks, just like a really shitty little building, but... It was it was it was in a strip mall, but I remember the sign being so funny because all it was it was just a, a a rectangle with white backing, and it just had in red blocks, not cool or anything. It just said "Video Game Exchange." That was it. That's pretty baller. It was sweet, and then you'd go in there, and that was right when my my brother got a Game Boy Color, oof, which that was the upgrade from when we had the original Game Boy, and we had that you know for years and years and years, and we finally got the Game Boy Color, and I remember we got a. Uh, a GT something racing game because it had all these colors on it. And that's when the first time I ever heard the word Peugeot or um, Citroen yeah. for, a, for French racing. F- yeah, just French cars in yeah. there in general. Okay, so that, that makes me think of an interesting point. Yeah. Video games we both like, right? Right. Okay, so. Though you play a lot more variety-wise. I'm all over the spectrum. Yeah. I just like games. I like anything that kind of takes me out of the moment and makes yeah. me have some fun. But think of like your favorite genre of game. Yeah. And think of the first of that genre you played. 
because I can vividly remember the first. I love racing games, and mm-hmm. I I will play them till I die because I yeah. have. It's my perfect like. I need to unwind. I can kind of mindlessly do this and just zone out for a minute. You get in the zone by getting out. Yeah. Um, It was called Top Gear for the Super Nintendo. And it has like the craziest soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that game, you only play in manual. So I was like learning how like, it's true, but learning how the, like how the shifting of gears kind of work and all that stuff. But that game was sweet because it had the coolest cars. And I think around that same time is when I started playing Outrun. We'd go to yeah. the Fuddruckers in town, and they had an Outrun, like a stand-up one, and I'm like barely tall enough, but I can hit the pedal and awesome. steer the wheel, and I'm driving like a Ferrari down a highway. With some random girl. I mean, I imagine I'm with her. <laughs> At the day. time, I didn't really think about it. Yeah. Now I'm like, I remember. I will say I do remember the time where... There was a time when I looked at Outrun and I didn't notice the girl, and then there was a time when I yep. looked at Outrun that I did notice the girl. About uh, you might have been old enough when this was big, but Cruising USA, yeah, oh, I where that. the yeah. girl in the bikini comes out and like waves you off at the beginning of the match. I mean, all the racing games in the nineties did, yeah, and those arcade like, racers, nice. Yeah, see, I never, I was so focused on like. You, you want to I'm win. get the inside line. Got to go fast. I got to hit the apex. I was really into it. Yeah, clearly. I'm going to get a little understeer here into the apex, <laughs> but it's going to be fine. No, I mean, I I always loved the racing games because there was the coolest cabinets. The we- And yes, the, the thrill the of more, sitting down and driving a car was like my, the, my, my favorite thing ever. I've always thought that when it comes to arcade games, the more elaborate and the more, like, if you can't see someone sitting in it, like, from the outside, it's probably awesome. Right. Like, the more elaborate the setup is where you're, like, sitting in, like, the pod racer or whatever it might be. Or, like, those ones where it's, like, two motorcycles next to each other and yeah, stuff. Yeah, those are always a lot of fun. Those too. are fun when you play them, like, road rash rules where you try to knock the other person <laughs> off the physical arcade. I never tried that. Yeah. My brother didn't give a shit about racing games. So Eric, like, that's, that's my biggest mystery. I mean, we did... But in our own special way, where it was like, yeah. we're going to do two-player race. I'm going to get in the heaviest, fastest car I can find. And you're going to be in the smallest Mini Cooper you can find. Nice. And we're going to own the Nürburgring Nordschleife. Yeah. We're going to find that big straight. And I'm going to come at you <laughs> full speed and see what happens. And when we did that in like Forza 3, that was the first game I ever played where you could flip your car. Nice. So the concept of your car leaving and getting lifted, <laughs> flipping through the air. We had hours of us just finding various versions of cars that crash into each other. That's funny. I'm off topic. Somehow Sorry. that doesn't get old. Um, I'm just seeing nostalgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now nah, I just brought it back. Let's go. Okay. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, I, I think... Um, the closest I've come to recapturing that is that fun trade. Yeah. That hits me in a very special spot. That one's a lot of fun. It's actually. just like, it's like the tall, like just lots of glass cases. And yeah, yeah that was the, f- that was the place I got my first N64 as an adult. Nice. Like when I rebought one and then I bought another one because that one was broken. If you remember, Oh, that was it sad. just we oh. just we would reset randomly. Yeah, yeah. No, I got a I got one that works perfectly. These functional. Um, but that place reminds me of the video game exchange, and then there's one other place that was when I was like in my teens, um, called Take Two, which may have been a chain, but I don't know. But it was so great because I just remember 
um, like blockbuster style shelves mm-hmm. of just like instead of movies though it's just all game cases <sighs> that's cool see Ugh. i don't remember a lot of places like that there weren't a lot of places yeah. like that and this place was super special because at the counter they had all these like bundle packs where they do like they shrink wrap like an n64 with like two controllers and a game and they'd be like you know 150 or whatever and mm-hmm. and all that um but this place you could just walk up and down the aisles like you're picking out a movie but instead you just see like and they'd have all these awesome japanese games and they'd have that's where this is the first place i played superman 64 and oh my god yeah um thanks hollywood video ellensburg washington for that speaking of speaking of a nostalgia trip i have a huge thing that i a huge container that i have to take from my parents house um but it's filled. I have an entire giant Rubbermaid thing that's filled with old gaming magazines, oh, which I think would be pretty funny. That would be awesome. Fun to, to actually read through. Yeah, I would also love to. I know we've talked about it uh, in in the past, but I think picking either a system or picking something like even taking one of those magazines and like picking it up and being like, okay, this is the best game that they played, or the worst. What's the worst game that they played in this? Like of two thousand right. of I don't know, just say pff, September two thousand one, right? Just off the top of my head, and uh, right, original PlayStation was the Get best. A, yeah, what was the best game of whatever? And I, there's a huge list of games that I want to play through with you that are games that I was too dumb to finish, or they were so bad that I just couldn't figure it out. It, it, and they're all great is this how every let's play channel gets born? i think so i think we're maybe primed and ready we're getting close um, we can do it easy yeah no, no no that'd be fantastic um but my list so far of playstation games original playstation games that i want to play with you are um they made a transformers beast wars game oh my god which was so bad <laughs> that i never got even close to beating the first level it was just mayhem and colors just terrible terrible textures and just nothing and terrible controls impossible i'm pretty sure it's impossible to beat two the grinch stole, stole christmas oh my <laughs> which i might have seen some gameplay on that yeah, one actually i i know they played it in some some let's play but i remember getting that for christmas from probably my grandma in any case but they thought it was awesome and i was like that was the year <laughs> the year where my cousin got a PS2 and SSX, the snowboarding game, mm-hmm. and I got the Grinch for my original PlayStation that I've never felt. <laughs> Comparison-wise, I was he just like just plotting the kill. Yeah, I, exactly. I was just like, too. I was just like, I'll probably just leave that in the shrink wrap for a little bit. <laughs> and then I tried so then I legitimately I was like, okay. Granted, it's a game. Let's see what it's like. And it's, it's almost again, it's, it's almost it's almost unplayable. But there is oh, a yeah, it's bad. There is a thing where you have to collect all the parts to make s- gadgets, and I could never figure it out, and I hated it. And there's a weird stealth element to the game. And then you know, um, Battle Arena, not no, not Battle Arena. Toshi didn't. It's a good game. Yeah. What was it? Um I don't remember. Oh yeah, uh the one the good one I want to play is um uh, Brave Fencer Musashi. Ooh. Is that a fighter? It's like a Sounds RPG like a action game. RPG. Oh. Which Sounds I really cool. enjoy. 
Well, you know what's sad is so having played games for so long, I don't know if I have a genre that I'm like, this is the one that defines me. Which is funny because I want to make fun of you for liking JRPGs, but I don't think I've ever watched you play a JRPG. No, I, I haven't played it all just, that you many You just of seem them. like a guy who would really enjoy I I admittedly, I look like I should be playing more Final Fantasy. It <laughs> yeah, does look you do. that way. And I've thought about I'm alarmed. doing it. Um, I have like three or four of the games on my on my phone, but mm-hmm. I, you know they're dated. The stories are great. I will say that, but sometimes it's a little bit of a slog, especially if you don't know where to go. And in those games, no one would hold your hand. So unless I watch a walkthrough, the week Andrew started playing Kingdom Hearts three, <laughs> I I would get a beer, I'd pour it into a glass, I would go sit in his office chair and just watch him grill cut scenes. <laughs> see if I can get a rise out of him. And he was a good sport yeah. about it. But I was That's really funny. I was just like, let's see what I can get away with here. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make fun of this for a while. There's a oh man, I could do one on the Super Nintendo too. I'm trying to think because I think when I I remember I had an NES, so I played I played a bunch of games when I was really little. Yeah. But when I first started really like being really into video games was I remember just we lived in like my dad worked for NAU, and we didn't have a house. We were living in family housing in a dorming project kind of thing. Right. It was like a bunch of apartment-style dorms with people going to school. And so there was a lot of kids around, and we would just jump house to house and be like, he has the Sega, he has the Mortal Kombat game. Give me your he's, kids. Yeah, he has this guy down the street he wants to play and he's got mario 3 on the super nintendo that sounds mm. awesome except Which for the kids it came part. out for the nes but i would have stayed inside and looked at those children through the window yeah i was out there i would never Riding engage bikes. but that's the older brother versus the younger brother thing. i know so I, I was out there you're like i, I was, need to make friends i was catching lizards yeah we were, i was just like making friends with a bunch of people super nintendo is a little nostalgic but i couldn't tell you i it was i never, could tell you maybe Three of the games I owned on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I would. N sixty four is where it hit it for me. I was like, I know what game has got. I, I love that? all these, and I I bought some fucking obscure games from just this like shop in the mall in Yakima. Talk about nostalgia, but yeah. going to the mall in Yakima, and weirdly it was the same place I bought my. I was really into Taekwondo, and I bought all my Way uniforms. <laughs> That's all I talk about. <laughs> I was and we bought all my belt and uniforms from there, but they also sold games. I kind of remember, and every once in a while, my mom would be like, "Yeah, you can pick a game out of that case." And I bought a game, and I'm gonna, I think it's Hybrid Theory for this for the N64. And I no buy wait, it. Hybrid Theory no. is a Lincoln Park album. I know that for well, a fact, <laughs> and it was the best Lincoln Park album. No, no, no. Was no, it Meteora? All right, I'm gonna look it up later. All right, but it. That's probably not the name of it. I'm making that up. Probably, it was a, <laughs> it was a game that is so insane, and that's a game I want to watch you play. But well, let me explain the premise of the game. Imagine Resident Evil, mm-hmm. but instead of creating like weird freakish monsters, they created just like weird floating aliens and robots, and it was like taking over this like underground facility, and you show up as a guy from um. What's that game? The Jap hmm. Shinmu. Shenmu? You look like the guy from Shenmu. Also a game that I want to play. I love Shenmu games. But it, he looks just like the guy from Shenmu. Shows up. The only premise of the game is you go, oh, 
this has gotten out of hand. And then you just start running into this like void with a bridge and then you end up at this base and then there's like a robot you fight and it's just like a floating robot from like the Sonic series. Is this for the N64? Yeah. So it's it's weird and I'm like, this game's garbage. You eventually kind of get a gun and you can kind of shoot things and you're just running. I'm like, this game's awful. <laughs> all of a sudden I walk in this room and it's a square room, giant square room and all the doors lock. And there's just a freakish monster. And so I'm like, okay, it becomes turn-based wrestling combat with aliens. <laughs> and That's I great. wish I can describe it better. But literally, you're like, I'm going to tackle him and then knock him off guard or whatever. And so you can fall on, like, dive tackle somebody. But it would have different moves if you were behind them. So positioning, it was, like, really elaborate. It's cool. And I found it really challenging as a kid because I couldn't quite grasp the concept yeah. of it. But I've always wanted to replay as an adult. And I shouldn't. I, I need to figure out what that game's called. I, I'm fairly sure in it's hybrid theory. Go ahead. Just There's talk no and cover way. it for a second. There's no way it's called that. Well, unless it's some weird, like, combination. Is it some? There's a lot of games where, like, you were half animal or... Something. He was just like a badass that just showed Shenmue up. guy. He was like a, he's basically a vigilante as far as I can tell. Yeah. Weirdly though. Yeah. I never really got to own a, um, get to own a system until later in life. My brothers, like I said, we were all like portable. I gaming. found the game. Oh no. Hybrid heaven. It's called oh. hybrid heaven. <laughs> okay. This could be. It fun. sounds like a Hold dating on. game. I don't know why. <laughs> That's weird. On. We're not going to be able to hear anything, but I'm going to jump oh into some goodness. gameplay, and I'm just want oh I just God. want Kyle's reaction. Sweet. Okay, this <laughs> one's by the Play Gamer Three. Um. Oh. Whoa. He's got Hulk Hogan hair. Yeah. This guy's got Hulk Hogan hair. Um. Best way to describe this game is running down corridors oh, into rooms. That leather jacket is wearing him. Okay. So, I hope it doesn't take a whole lot of time to get into a wrestling match. But it's a lot of like running around getting code keys, yeah. climbing ladders, moving boxes, and then like, so Kyle, you see, it's like this isn't great radio. <laughs> but in the game, there's like the floating robots and like these this shitty pitfalls. Is, so is it bad? bad? It's bad. I picked this up randomly on a whim. I was like, oh, Hybrid man. Heaven sounds cool. There this was is... something kind of satisfying about when when games looked like this, though, like so blocky and so bad that it could be the best game you've ever played or it's just unintelligible garbage but i'm, I'm, I'm going on the to... side of garbage oh, look it's just a lot of walking around okay here's a there fight you go okay just ready yep all right so okay. we're jumping into a scene where an alien shows up for the like the alien design is and not he just bad. shows up so they're they're scary looking kind of yeah oh there you go extended blade so arms. again the whole combat system of these things or you have to like wrestle. it's turn based wrestling, but it's like so you can move around. The whole idea of it's, Hybrid Heaven is it's it like is a wrestling simulator, amazingly grid mixed based. with like this weird shitty platformer puzzling solving Zelda. So you game. only attack him when you touch the other when you touch the alien, right? You, so if you, you guys move, meet in the field, you got That's what triggers the turn base. Oh, I see. And then you can like item or you can do moves. <laughs> the options. Oh, oh, that's neat. Yeah, so you got upper punches, that's lower five punches, options left for right. Punch. I was hoping it was just punch or kick, but that's yeah. No, it's elaborate because you gotta choose where you attack them. Mid right punch, step guard. Oh come. god. I, okay, I'm that's having... more in depth than I. It's expected. it's actually pretty nuts. Hybrid heaven. Oh, Hybrid man. heaven. 
I mean, we need I, to go into fun trade and be like, oh, you guys got hybrid heaven. I got my N64, man. We could totally, we can record this. But it's hilariously bad. But I have a weird amount of nostalgia for this Sure. Game. Hybrid sure. Heaven, look it up because it's hilarious. Weirdly enough, I have a lot of great memories about playing just demo discs. Yeah. Like Pizza Hut demo discs. That's and all of uh, Ape Escape I've ever played. It's just the demo. I was on my friend's sure. demo disc. I remember him being like, awesome. do we have to do it? And I'm like, yeah, I want to play Ape Escape. And he's like... <laughs> I was like, if we had Ape Escape, we wouldn't be doing this right now. <coughs> but no, we had to load up the demo disc from Pizza Hut. Oh, that's awesome. Mine was, um, do you mean, do you remember Bloody Roar for the PlayStation? I know no, you, I don't. Probably more Nintendo, it sounds like. But yeah, um, at the time, Bloody Roar was a fighting game um, where every character was a badass, like street fighter looking, like kind of knockoff, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then. If you built up enough of your beast rage, you would transform into like a werewolf, oh, or yeah. a, but they were all different animals. That's One bad. guy was like a, a uh, like a praying mantis. That's that might be a lie. Cool. There was a guy who was a chameleon. There I want to be a praying. A mantis. girl that was a rabbit, kind of a furry thing. Now that I think about it, but it was um, Lola Bunny. I still remember making. I never was that good at fighting games, but. I made my friend play with me and I would pick the one guy and I knew him so well from this demo and that I would never lose. And the more I talk about it, I think I was a terrible, terrible <laughs> child. Well, you threw a lot of tantrums. I did. Yeah. So your friends were just tolerating you everywhere. I remember I have a memory of when I was like just coming online as a human being of like memories being formed. And one of them is, I threw a tantrum in a store called a Benjamin Franklin. Ooh, yeah, I've been one. I've been to one. You know, like a dollar story kind of thing. Or yeah. Um, and they had uh, they had GI Joes. They had GI Joe action figures. And my brother wanted. Obviously, they had a fucking Snake Eyes, the coolest character from GI Joe. Right. Snake Eyes is amazing. So original Snake Eyes, with you know, they used to come with like. 20 accessories really fun anyway my brother wanted snake eyes and i threw such a huge fucking tantrum that i got to have snake eyes and he ended up with some guy that was like third tier oh my god i specifically remember him being like a swamp guy you are the little brother yeah but the funny thing is though i had that like memory like resurface and then i just just my brain brought it up just so I could feel guilty about something I did when I was like four, three or four. And so <laughs> but I have that memory and I was like, oh, I'm, the, I'm the shitty one. Have you done like the, did you go find, you should try to find like an original snake eyes. Oh man. And give it to Jeez. him for something. Just be like, yeah, I could go <laughs> how much that, money do you think that's cost now? I would venture a guess. What would you guess? I'm going to, before oh, I look boy. it up, I'm going to guess, I'm going to say are we looking on hundred dollars. We're looking on eBay? Yeah. I'm, I bet you're going to see some for 350 That sounds about right. Let's see. That seems like a collector's thing. Hey guys, original action figure. Let's see what comes up under shopping. That being said, um, let's find the eBay link. Oh, oh, oh. is it? Oh my! It's what way it? more than I no. thought. I mean, it's not outrageous, but well, no, it is outrageous. The one that I'm looking at is worth. Oh, okay, this is special edition Snake Eyes, but 
$699. No way. Now, that being said, I believe I found a 1982 G.I. Joe for $10. Mm. No. They're all like, they start at about 100 So that's doable. Maybe. Oh, here you go. Here's another one for $449. So we're talking several hundred dollars. But I also feel like I kind of owe him that. So <laughs> maybe I should just save up and get him a gun. Is there anything from the past you remember growing up with that you would pay a stupid amount of money for? Let's say like up to a grand. Something from your childhood that you'd want. Something that I had or something that I wanted as a child? Either. Number one that I've considered on many, many occasions, and I already brought it up, was uh, the original Megazord toy. Oh, yeah? They re-released. This is how much I care. I check in every once in a while on eBay, <laughs> and the going rate still is about 300 bucks for in-the-box one. I, I remember my friend had him. Um, he had the Dragon Zord and the Megazord, and you could put them all together. He even had the fucking, I, I want to call it Titana, Titanosaur? titanozord or something anyway it's the thing with the long neck he was not in a lot of episodes he sounds badass he was great he's like a diplodocus or something <laughs> brontosaurus titanosaurus i don't think about it Kyle. but they re-released the last time i was at toys r us was there to look for this and it was they re-released a anniversary edition where it's like a pr- almost perfect replica of the old one size scale everything they just like made it out of like nicer die cast metals oh, yeah. and stuff like actual metal and those are like 250 dollars or something for those so i was kind of like do i want i guess the old one you kind of want just for the nostalgia but then it's just like bad little stickers and... is it weird when you start shopping for vintage toys yeah and like not just like perusing and see what you can find but actually like oh i can get this one but there's a special edition should i spend the extra money do you think they're going to keep going up in value oh definitely you think so did you find one? <laughs> I just typed Are you in. about to buy? Are you going to buy one oh, right now? Oh, man. Pressure's on. Yeah. Well, this is a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Soul. Of, I don't know what that is. Soul of Chogokin. It's just a really high-end Megazord. The GX-72 Megazord, actually. But How much? $280. <sighs> Can I see it really quick? Well, it's you beautiful. Gotta, yeah. 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 I'll take your word for it. Is it just better than... Hold on, this is on Walmart's site. Yeah, this is the re-release. Box. Wait, wait, see, it's $280 and it's just a release. It's just brand new out of the box, 280 bucks. Yeah, but look, it's got all these die-cast new parts. It even goes into the tank mode. Every once in a while I think, wow, he can't get any nerdier. <laughs> and then you top it. This might... I don't know. We, we get along in a lot of things. Look at this. Power Rangers, the, I is not This one is of those the Cadillac things. of Megazords right here, my friend. This is the Mercari. <laughs> oh, this is it. All right, Kyle. Before you tell me ex- everything about it, okay. do it like you're selling a car. Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> okay, the way I picture me selling a car is like me selling anything at any other job, which I'd go, it's a little overpriced. <laughs> um I'm so sorry. You might regret this as soon as you get off the lot. Nostalgia can only take you so far. You can never truly recapture what you once had. Um, that being said, though, I bet the first time you open the box, you might cry. And that, that would be great tears. But there's going to be a recall. Um, probably. 
You Look keep at, looking at it like you're reading it verbatim. I'm not. You? There's nothing. I'm just looking at it. Oh, okay. I'm just looking. I'm literally just looking at the toy. Okay. I remember being at Kmart or Shopco or something. We opened the box and we weren't supposed to. I'm just looked inside and I saw the. I saw the power sword. <laughs> and, um, and yes, where was the power sword? And it was in the little stop right corner. And, <laughs> um, that's three hundred and fifty dollars though for the original right there. That's a bitchin' one. It, there's this there's a realm of high-end toys that i think i could really get into yeah but what are you gonna do with it that's the problem just put it on a shelf and just look at it i don't know Do you consider that art no i don't that's why i kind of want to get like the nicer newer one that i would actually play with <laughs> uh, somehow i feel like out of everyone i know you would be able to justify it to your wife. I than, you would get it. You would you would justify it in your want, own way. She would want me to be happy, Steve. I know it's great, <laughs> but I'm just saying more than anyone else I've ever met in my life. <laughs> yeah, you get a you get away with just buying like yeah, it's like a it's like a two hundred dollar Reaper figure. It's it lights up. It's cool. It does. I'm pretty now it does. Yeah, no, that's right. You put the lighting bar on it. This <laughs> shit like that. Like yeah, I guess that is kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is game for you know Yeah, but that's 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 why I love my wife, Steve. Uh, well, you, okay, I she loves me. You can justify her. Yeah, you need it too, man. I know. Yeah, that's. I knew that when she was gonna let me buy action figures, well, shouldn't be the one. Shouldn't well, be the one. We're about up. I think. I think that's been at least an hour. Yeah, it's been about an hour of recording. I'm probably going to cut all the racist things he said today. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Before this gets out. I'd be ruined. <laughs> um, what's, uh, give us a nice little closing thought on something. Could be about anything. I've noticed a trend. This is a little bit more serious. I've noticed a trend recently that it's a trend that's been going on for a long time, but I've only just now realized it that a lot of my friends struggle with depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and self-worth and i'm i've i've noticed that and it's been this continuous thing coming around me that um i just i guess my my my, my closing message would be take care of yourself and even if you're feeling down things can be better and they will be okay um and if you need help go talk to someone it's wonderful that's about as heavy as i can get yeah Oh, good job. No, but it's it's a thing that it's a theme that has come up in in all of my friendships and uh so many that I'm just like, "Oh man, I I I'm very blessed to have these friends, but mm-hmm. I, it's also kind of nice to see that in a way that I'm like, "Oh, we we're all similar in in a way, even if it's a, a sad thing. It's still really great and it can be really great." Yeah. One so, team, one dream. <laughs> that's right, Steve. Yeah. Kyle, it's Pokémon. Yeah, Kyle, it's Pokemon. <laughs> I was going to end on anything. That's what I'd probably <laughs> say. Hey, Kyle, it's Pokemon. <laughs> Thank you for listening to uh, Clipcast. Hopefully, we keep this thing going. I got to find some guests or two pieces of Kyle. I'll be, ow, I'll be <laughs> back. Okay. Thanks for listening. Zappo. Let's call right there. My, my ear is flooding. <laughs>